We're going to take some last questions in a little while, but I just want to say a couple things. First, thank you for your practice. It makes such a difference in this world of ours. And remember that sometimes we think we're here to change the world, but the world with all its vast intelligence is also here to change us. And uh, I want to thank everybody uh, that La thanked. And I want to thank La. It's getting to be such a pleasure to teach with La. And, you know, my true aspiration in life is to be cool, and La sets the standard. (laughs) (laughs) And Tara, I mean, I am starting to be with a number of teachers from both my own tradition and the Vipassana tradition and there's no more the real deal than Tara. I just love you so much and thank you for allowing me to have the honor of sharing this time with you uh, and your teachings. Uh, Whoever thought when I read Radical Acceptance that I'd be teaching with Tara Brock, I mean, you know, Um, so it is, uh, it, it, our journeys are quite uh, a miracle. One thing that really helped me in my own practice early on is I didn't read a lot about the Dharma and I didn't even listen to a lot of the, the Dharma outside of retreats, but I practiced the Dharma. I really took to the practice and it wasn't always... Uh, for 20 minutes in the beginning, or half an hour, it was when I was sitting waiting to pick up my kids, when I was waiting to go into a doctor's office, when I was between classes in law school. Um, my life was a very, at a very frantic pace when I first found this practice, but I still found ways to practice every day. And that tenacity that led to the problem of overachieving for me also the good part was it kept me practicing even when I didn't think it was making a difference and so uh, I really urge you to practice daily and to find a form of practice that works for you the other thing is uh, that I found is every vacation that I could take that I wasn't with my children on uh, during my uh, career when I had a a job that uh, I had to go to every day was to go to a retreat. Um, And retreats accelerate our practice. I'm sure you understand that you get so much more in two, three, four, five days a week, ten days, two weeks at a retreat than you do from days or, or weeks of practicing. And there's such an emphasis in my root tradition on both community and building community wherever we are, the importance of Sangha. And I have watched so many people in the Midwest start Sanghas with just one person and two people and three people and four people. So um, find a practice community, even if you're the one that, that has to to begin it. And the other thing is, is make sure that you stay true to yourself with respect to what works for you within the Dharma 
So some of you will really take to the sitting practice. Some of you will really take to the walking practice. Don't give up on either, but notice. But in terms of love, the loving-kindness practice, some of you, that's going to really make a difference for you, and others aren't going to be as called to it, and that's okay. Uh, the Tong Lin practice might bring up a lot for you, and if it's having an effect that um, is putting you back into what Tara described as trance last night, rather than cultivating other things, let, let that go. And I am a, a firm believer, as you can tell, on not relying on one specific tradition. There are some real advantages of finding a form and sticking with it, because that kind of discipline can be a container of practice that's very important. But I'm very leery of teachers and traditions that have this shadow side associated with, you shouldn't go to any other kinds of practices, retreats, or try any other traditions, and it's this way or the highway. Um, so be a really good consumer of the Dharma and know what, what works for you. Um, I used to always say to, to people that when I was in the training and personnel, when I was running that um, section of the police department, that I always found three kinds of people that showed up at trainers. The prisoners, they had to be there. The vacationers, ah, at least it was something different. And then the adventurers, the ones that were really lifelong learners and really put themselves out there and, and took risks. So there are lots of things that will help you come out of trance. and. Um, Many of them are associated with the Dharma, and some of them might not be called Dharma. Uh, when I work with criminal justice professionals, I translate the language of the Dharma so that people can understand and, and hear it. So really, does this work for me? Take charge of your own practice, uh, and uh, in a way, make it fit. And it might change over time. The meta practice wasn't something that I was particularly drawn to in the beginning. Uh, and over time, I developed a different relationship with it. Uh, and there are so many different things that are available to you at different times. So many wonderful teachers out there. Uh, we're so privileged and honored to be starting down the path of waking up and to have all these resources available to us. So it's really important for each of us to find our seat within this vast intelligence, this vast reality that's available to us, but to understand that that seat itself is fluid, mysterious, and changing all the time. And so thank you for your practice. Thank you for your engagement in the world. Thank you for bringing peace and justice to the world.